0: Yo, 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 skirt back. What is up, my guy?
1: Back again like I never left. Young snatcher, that's to the death. Uh no, we're back though. Um We're not dying, don't worry. Yeah. I'm great, dude. I uh actually had I've had quite the day, bro. I had to work half a day today because I had to go to traffic court to pay for a speeding ticket, which sucked. Um and you then you just pay
0: them bitches online?
1: Well, you could, but if you go to court, they like take it down a notch, like they decrease like the penalty or whatever so they took point the points that were going to be on my license they took those off and then cut the the fee in half so instead of paying like 190 dollars it was like 75 which not bad like i'll take that but still like i'm still missing out on half a day's work and pay because i had to go pay a fucking speeding ticket um but then Got home, did some grocery shopping, worked on my my resume for a little bit, and now we're here, baby. We're ready to podcast. It's podcast night, and I've never been more fucking ready in my life. Yeah, bro,
0: pot out with your cock out. Let's go, take your dick out. Pot out
1: with your cock out.
0: Um
1: Yeah, I feel you. We'll save that for our OnlyFans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we'll call it. Pot out
1: cock out. out. (laughs) Yeah, we're just sitting here podcasting naked. (laughs) Rock on (laughs) <laughs> um i mean hey that might we might be onto something dude I heard, like if we're okay with people seeing us just jerk off in podcasts at the same time i or, heard sex sells
0: that's what that's what they tell me in marketing does,
1: class so, so, yeah marketing major here sex does indeed sell it's actually the top seller <laughs> top selling sex yeah I, <laughs> is this now a sex podcast but we just talked about the words make me hollow over now. Over Oh man. Um yeah, I'm good, dude. How have you been?
0: Good. I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Um just been working a lot, but then doing house things, so that's exciting, you know. Can't really complain too much.
1: Not really Never. fun
0: things going on this week, just working, packing, getting my house shit straight. Yeah. So they send me my final the final like what it's gonna cost me when I close and what it's gonna cost me per month, right? I'm looking right. at it. And I'm like, I don't see how any of this really makes sense, right? Because they're charging me, um, three hundred and thirty-five dollars for three months, times three for three months for my taxes. And I'm like, all right, well, what's the fuck's the point of that? My taxes are going to be way more than that per month. And so I'm like asking some questions about it. I'm like, well, why is it only like so? Uh, like, I'm just going to have to pay less out of my own pocket, like when the time comes. And they're like, no, 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 like that's going to be for all your taxes. And I was like, bro, ain't no way, ain't no fucking way. I'm like, three hundred and thirty-five bucks. Last year in twenty twenty, the taxes on that house were seventy-one hundred dollars, bro. Yeah, I did the math on eight thousand, thinking, okay, I'll put eight thousand away because taxes pretty much just go up; they never go down. So if I'm used to yeah. putting eight thousand away, then it is eight thousand a year. I'll be more used to it. Um, right. And then whatever extra I could just put in towards principal at the end of the year or something, and like pay less in interest, right? So I was like, all right, let me see what that would be, and it was six sixty-seven. It was actually six six six. I probably shouldn't do eight thousand. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> um, like
1: it. It's spooky season. But
0: it was six sixty seven a month. So I'm like, bro, ain't no way that seventy one hundred is going to be only three hundred a month. Ain't no way. It just doesn't work like that. So yeah, no, um, no shot. So then I ask, and my uh, my real estate agent and her balls were like, yeah, that's kind of whack. I don't know. We'll talk to the title people and you talk to your lender because that doesn't sound right. Like I like I agree with what you're saying. There's no way um and then i was like so i called my lender i'm like yo dude like let's go with this like there's no way this is gonna work like it's just not gonna work i did the math it's not gonna work and um he's like yeah yeah i think you're right but he told me that his people were doing the math off of like 3800 dollars in taxes and i'm like oh if that's all my taxes are sign me up but they just had the wrong numbers the whole time. I got knuckleheads out here. It's a good thing I look through it before I sign this shit.
1: Right. It's like the, I, you do this for a living. So, like, it, imagine if it was, like, me and I just saw that and I'd be like, ah, oh, that's our numbers. Not going to look anymore into that. Like, right. Usually. Like, would, oh, would you be fucked if, you, if, like, that was the case? Maybe. Like, what would happen in that you case? Probably, you
0: probably wouldn't be fucked. If
1: would just owe you, a bunch you, of you taxes. owe
0: a bunch of taxes. Or here's the thing. It all goes through escrow. So probably after like one or two months, they would be like, "Yo, you're not giving us enough money to pay your taxes," and then it would get sorted yeah, out.
1: So, so they would catch it before like your taxes are due. Yeah. And like, I. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I owe nine thousand dollars. Yeah. So
0: like, all my, oh, my closing costs are the rest of the rest of taxes for twenty twenty one, and then I have to pay three months of what next year is going to be. So I, I already start with the rest of this year plus three months in my escrow account to pay. And then right. as I pay, right, basically I pay a, I pay a month and they'll expense a month. But then like it's so that like if I were to miss a payment, they have a little bit of a cushion. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, yeah. But I'm still paying
0: sense. one month of taxes every month, you know? Yeah. Um.
1: So they would probably see. And does your rate... Does your rate for next year, is that going to change? Like you said, they already have like the three months that you have to pay for next year. Is that going to be the same as this year? No,
0: it's just an estimate, right? But so, but even then, now, so now they're three months ahead. And let's say it goes up, it's not going to go up that much where those three months will be able to cover whatever the difference is. And then, right, maybe my, you know, my monthly payment will go up in the following year to make up for that. But they can't, they can't predict what my rate's going to be, I don't think. I don't know.
1: Wow. Um, interesting stuff, dude, yeah, hashtag adult life, yeah,
0: so long story short, I found this mistake and now I'm gonna have to pay more money,
1: but it's better than being that's pumped, tough, so yeah, I mean yeah, because then if you just paid like your the first number that they gave you, and then like finding that out down the line would have been yeah. way worse than finding it now, and now yeah. you can like kind of prepare yourself and be like, okay, this makes more sense, <laughs> yeah, but
0: whatever it is what it Damn. is, it is what it
1: is. It is what it is.
0: Um, you want to do weekends? Or you want to get in the good news? We got a good amount to cover today. Um,
1: my—I mean, I didn't do shit this nah, weekend. I just went to Maggie's house and we literally slept until like one p.m. on Saturday and just literally had the laziest weekends. We yeah. carved a pumpkin Sunday, went to brunch. So that was pretty much yeah. it. It was good. It was a good ass time, but it was much needed, dude. Yeah. I needed just like a chill weekend of just not doing shit. Just watched yeah. a bunch of spooky movies and hung out. It was
0: my last weekend home, so me and Cass went to Gambler's Ridge and got absolutely bodied. Neither of us remember coming home. My mom, she DD'd us, though. She a homie. Um, yeah. It was actually dope. We were, like, one of the last ones there from, like, our group of friends, and me and the bartender are super homies. Like, as soon as I got there, he was like, Miller Light, and then he saw Cassandra, and he was like, two Miller Lights, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I pretty much just, like, hold my beer up, and he gets me a new one. He, like, he's a homie, huge homie. Um, That's awesome. And Cassandra's like, make us something good. And he comes back, and he's like, dude, I don't even – I hate making these shots. Like, I hate it. It's my least favorite shot to make. But they are delicious. He's like, pineapple upside down cake and throw it back. So we, me and Cassandra both threw it back, mm. and, dude, it was amazing. But it was, like, kind of like a – like a syrupy, like a thicker grenadine, like a red syrup kind of, like, down the sides and in the bottom. And then all the shots on top were, like, yellow-colored, like, pineapple-ish like colored. Um Hey, throwback. It was, hey, it was so good. Pineapple
1: upside down cake shot. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was
0: bomb. Um, saw my cousins there. Ran into them. Or my one cousin, her boyfriend, ran into them. Um, but it was, it was kind of a chill night. You know, we both kind of blacked out. Saturday, packed the trailer. Next game, dropped some shit off. Packed the trailer. Got drunk with the family. Ate some good pizza. It was this Brooklyn reverse or upside down or inside out fucking pizza. I don't know what it was called. But um, apparently, it's supposed to be some bomb shit on it. It was all right. Um, it was called inside out, but like I, or upside down, but like the crust was still on the bottom, so I don't know how it was upside down.
1: But was the the pizza the sauce and the cheese flipped? Maybe. Like the cheese was, was layered. There was cheese
0: on both sides of the sauce, I feel like. But there wasn't cheese yeah. everywhere on top of the sauce. It was okay. Sounds weird. Um I mean it was good, but like my mom and Cassandra drove a half hour to get it because Cassandra wanted to get it. Because apparently like it's supposed to be bomb.com, right? So she was like, I want to try it. Yeah. Um. So they drove like a half hour from us to get it. And she was like, yeah, it was good, but like not worth a half hour drive. And I was like, nah. Yeah. And we have good pizza where we are. So got to find a good right. pizza place in South Jersey when we get there. Because Cassandra hasn't found one yet. And that's just not Well, you fun. got fucking walk and roll. Walk and roll, baby. That's I'm saying. <laughs> pizza, mash Chinese. That's what I'm talking about. Um. Saturday, watch football. Fucked around. That's it. Or Sunday. I mean, what a weekend. Yeah um so we'll get into the good news
1: let's get into the good
0: news this is your good
1: news
0: of the week Ooh. um so i saw a post from the ocean cleanup and they're um like an organization that i've been following for a while so basically they um they're started by this dude named boyan slot and i think he was on joe rogan that's probably how i found out about it um they have like all these like Things They're, They call them intercept, interceptors. They're not boats, but they go in the river. So what they do is they found like the 1,000 bodies of water that feed the oceans with the most garbage. And they started with the ones that feed the most garbage into the ocean, right? That's where they started. I think they started with like the top seven, but they want to get to all 1,000 in five years. And they put these interceptors in the boat or in the water, right? And um they have like like a filter kind of they have because they have like a thing that directs everything to the one side and then they have another thing that directs it right to the mouth of the interceptor so all the garbage that's floating down hits those and then goes into the interceptor you know what i mean uh but the boats can still pass through it's not like completely blocked off like boats can go through and shit so it's not like blocking any traffic um and then it goes into the interceptor goes like up a conveyor belt and then it goes it gets like just like onto like a little like dish And then when that dish is full, it'll pull it like there's six dumpsters. So it'll go back and forth along the dumpsters and empty into a dumpster, right? And then it knows like when they're all full, like it's all automated. and It's all solar powered too. So like no emissions or anything. Um, It's all automated. So it knows exactly when all six dumpsters are 100% full. So then a boat comes from a nearby barge, comes over, and it pulls out the six dumpsters and it brings them to the barge. And then it takes like empties them out. Puts them back, puts them back on the on the thing, and then it goes and it pushes them back in. Like you know how like the the grass at Cardinal Stadium like rolls out from underneath. Yeah, that's kind of how the dumpsters are. They just like slide out from okay. the inside. They are on like a platform. They go over. They get emptied. They come back and get put in.
1: Um, that's a dope idea.
0: Yeah. So they've been doing that for a little while and they've been really successful. Um, and all like all the stuff that they, that they catch, they like have people that sort through all the garbage that it catches. And then they like, they reuse the plastic. Like you can go to the ocean and buy products. Most of this like wristbands and like just like stupid little plastic things. Cause it's just repurposed right. plastic. Um, but like, that's what they're doing with it. Like they're not just like putting it somewhere else. so It's going to fall into the ocean. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: but, so now, what the post was about, what they're doing now is they have, like, a new system that's totally different. They have, like, these huge nets. I don't know exactly how it works, but they they look like huge nets that are, like, surrounded by buoys, kind of. And then they, like, pull in garbage from the ocean, right? It's not, like, intercepting them, having a float into it. This is, like, going and, like, grabbing it and pulling it in. I don't know exactly how it works, though, because, like... Maybe they use, like, drones or something to, like, carry it out and then drop it over the garbage and then pull it back and in. pull it in. Because um, I don't know. Like, you can't throw it far enough to really get that much to, for it to be worthwhile. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, so I don't know how they do it. But somehow they get a fucking shit ton. And they've ran a couple tests on it. Um, and it's, it's been super successful. Um, and, like, they're getting
1: huge
0: things of garbage um, out of the ocean. And they're going to start cleaning the Great Pacific garbage patch out there.
1: Oh that's awesome. Dude.
0: Yeah. Um Oh yeah. So good news of the week. What
1: What a great what a great uh like bounce back from last week's depressing ass news episode. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um You said they plan on they plan on getting out to like all 1,000 like of the biggest feeders. All- yeah. Yeah. That's I remember
0: when he was on Rogan a couple years ago, he was saying, like, the top seven or the top five or something like that, and, like, they were targeting all those ones first, but then I was, you know, I wanted to put this in here, so I went to their website to get, like, just to, you know, get some more, like, actual knowledge on them instead of just whatever was in my brain that I hadn't looked at in a long time, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I saw that they were, like, trying to get to the, the 1,000 largest now, they've, like, obviously expanded a little bit past
1: seven oh dude that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's I, it, it feels good it feels good to hear like there's actually like some sort of initiative that's been taken to like <clears throat> clean up our planet in some yeah. way which cool. you know with the oceans like cleaning out the oceans is right up there with climate change like it's important yeah like without the oceans being healthy we're not going to be able to exist so right and honestly wow, all
0: having all that garbage in the ocean is probably like warming the oceans you know what i mean like if there's more shit in there i feel like it's gonna be warmer you know what i mean Uh um so yeah i think it's good it's awesome but some good news for the day i mean there are other people doing good things um did you, you remember elon musk was like helping fund this thing and it was like a contest to see who could create the best mechanism for capturing co2 out of the air
1: no i didn't hear about that
0: yeah i think he was like gonna there was like this big contest and maybe it's still going on i'm not really sure like the dates or anything It's just something that i i obviously not gonna create something
1: (laughs) you know what i mean so i was just like uh like let me here's my idea we just get a really big straw and everyone just sucks at the same time yeah i think that'll work (laughs) But then when we exhale, it's all going to be put back here. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: um, there there's got to be a really cool way to turn it into some kind of energy because like plants use CO two, uh, that's like their energy yeah. source. One of them, part of it. Um, there's got to be a way to like through photosynthesis, like get the energy from it, um, or just use it to grow shit. Because now because of global warming, all of our fields
1: are all fucked up and our soils banked. Yeah, and if we can grow shit, that's just going to put more <laughs> oxygen out into our atmosphere anyway, which yeah. is good.
0: So, um, there's gotta be a way to do something cool like that. Um, but I didn't look too much into it. So I don't know like all the details of the dates and shit. So I'm just like, I, I heard Elon Musk was going to be given some money towards the winner of this contest. And he was like a part of it, but I don't remember how much or what really any of the details, but there's a contest going on. (laughs) It's definitely happening. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh man.
0: All right. My, uh, I had a, little self-therapy talk i was telling you about this before we hopped on yeah
1: I, I was just i was just reading it uh before we started i'm excited to hear what you have to say because i have some good input yeah on that.
0: Um, that so it's tough i was super baked when i did this and i've had a lot of faults since then so um <laughs> we i'm gonna have to read what i wrote down because a lot of it is not currently in my brain um but basically so this is what i got like i so i had a feeling that i was young like i had a young mindset um, you know, and it's just like, I, I think that I just like, don't want to, I don't want to be like, I don't, I'm not ready to be like my dad yet. Really? Like my dad works, 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 works. Like he works all the time. Like he's always like not doing shit cause he's got to work. And I got some friends that are like that. They're like, no, nah, like I got to work. And they'll like, they're like working extra and stuff like this. Um, mm-hmm. they're like doing side jobs and like, you're just hustling like to make money and stuff like that. And I'm like. I like. I don't think I am ready for that. Like, I think I still just want to like enjoy my life and fuck around a little bit. Um, so I think that. So then I was thinking, you know, that kind of makes me feel like internally, like self, like subconsciously or unconsciously, I don't know, one of those. Um, feel like sub subconsciously. Maybe I am like maybe I am not like I am not ready to buy the house, right? Or like maybe like I am not like worthy of. Making as much money as like the counterparts in my in, at my same company, you know what I mean? Like right, maybe they right. deserve more because like they care more, and I'm over here like you know not really caring that much. I'm doing I'm doing a good job, right? And like I'm doing everything right. the way they're supposed to be. And I hate cutting corners. Like I know that there's some people in my uh, company, even people above me, that are like kind of cutting corners, or it's kind of like, yeah, like are we really comfortable with that? And they're just like, oh, yeah. but like we got deadlines to meet and. Sometimes that's fucking way she goes, right? And it's right. so like I always make them document that part and sign off on it because, like, I'm not ready to like compromise myself for the company, right? It's kind of where I am.
1: As you should, you shouldn't right. have to put yourself at risk because God forbid, you know.
0: I, my integrity is still intact,
1: <laughs> right? Um, <Yeah.
0: laughs> but at the same time, like they work harder than me. I that's how I feel anyway, like, right? Like they put more hours in, like they care more about their job, and I'm over here like. Not half assing it, but just like not really giving a fuck, right? Like I don't let it affect me. Right. Like five o'clock comes and I'm like, okay, like I'll shut like yesterday I worked until six thirty, right? And I hop on at eight and I only get up to like go to the bathroom and grab lunch, not eat lunch while I work. Right. So from eight to five, all I'm pretty much doing all I'm doing is working. Um, you right. know, it's a nine hour day and I don't really take a lunch break. And like yesterday, I worked you know eight till six thirty. It's so like you know I'm putting in the hours. It's not like I'm slacking. But like when I'm out of work, I'm like now nah, I'm gonna put my computer down. I'm not gonna think about this at all. We're like they're all right. like always like half turned on, like half at work. Like,
1: dude, nah, that sounds so me, stressful. Dude. That sounds so stressful, dude. I need that switch in my brain to like I'm. I was gonna say I'm the same way at work, dude. Like I'm there from my hours. From I work eight thirty to five pretty much every day. Um, and then on the weekends, like sometimes if I'm out golfing, I can like put two or three hours in on my time sheet because like, I'll be making stuff for work and I'm not just going to do that for free. Like, that's not like me being selfish. That's me saying I'm doing things for work. I'm going to get paid for it. This is a job. Like I don't do this for fun. Obviously I'm out there golfing for fun, but like, that's just a perk of my job where I'm able to do that. But like, dude, I'm not checking my email, I'm not taking phone calls, I'm not like checking my pages, my social media pages that I run for work, like when I'm off the clock, like that's, when I'm not at work or working, I'm doing me, I'm like, I'm living my life and I'm not worrying about the other part of my life, which is my work life. No, Like I like to enjoy myself and not have to worry and stress about those things, Um like if, if I, I mean, if I have to, like if there's something that I have to do, I'll hop on and do it real quick. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but at the same time, like I'm not going to have my phone by my side, like checking my work email when I'm sitting here watching football or like hanging out with my friends right. and stuff like that. Like, right. I just don't, it's not even that I don't care. It's just and like, I, it's important to me to have that. Time. My
0: opinion about the work that I do is that none of it's that important. Like it is important. like You know, we're supposed to be like protecting investors and shit like that. Whatever, right. dude. It's all bullshit because our actual client is the SEC. It's not even our actual clients. We're serving the SEC, in my opinion, and they're corrupt as fuck, bro. So whatever, for another day. No, um, but yeah, no, I f- just feel I like, feel like that it's that not be. life or death, right? And people are like, oh my god, we gotta meet this deadline. Okay, what if we don't?
1: Right. What's gonna happen? Is the world gonna end? What if we don't? No.
0: Right. That's like okay, I get it. You know, you put the deadline for large accelerated filers like Walmart and Amazon and you know Comcast the latest they can file is March 15th, right? And it's like that's good. You know, you want them to get their statements out early so that, you know, their investors aren't using old data, right? You don't want them to wait until, you know, August of the following year to put their financial statements out for December three, 31st four months of the year left before. In the year. Right, and people yeah. are investing for those all those months and they don't know. And that's why it's there. But the thing is is it's taken, you know, it's like, okay, let's, you know, get your financial statements in. And the big ones are good at it, right? Like, we have Comcast as one of our clients, and they're huge, right? They're our biggest client in Philly. They're huge, but they just like don't, they're, they're, everything is so smooth there. And because they're our biggest client, we're there all year round doing work all year round. I'm not, because I don't work on them. But like, our teams right. are there doing work all year round to make sure you are pretty much like, are finishing touches in January, right? And they work a lot, dude. They work like until 2 a.m. and then they get up at 7 and come back or sometimes oh later. God. Yeah, like no thanks, dude. Um, that's your whole fucking life, dude. Well, they only do that during like really busy season, but even when they're not in busy season, they're still there until like 8 p.m. sometimes. Like, don't what? Like, I get it that yeah, happens, wild. but like, they I know that team does it a lot, but um, like Comcast, like, they're done by the end of January. Right. So, like the big ones have it together. So, that 315 deadline, like it needs to be, it should be a softer deadline. So, it's not like, oh, I I got a crunch to get this in by this date. And maybe I don't like, you know, I don't look over everything with such a fine comb tooth. And it's like, you know, we all have to work such late hours during busy season. So, it's like, look, I've read some of the work papers that other people have prepared the year before and they're shady and they're just getting shit done. And there's a lot of grammatical errors. (laughs) and You know, it's like run on. They're like slurring half asleep typing. I can see it in their words. Running on fumes. Yeah, Yeah, like you just know sometimes. And it's it's just not good for business. Having such like hard deadlines like that. It's not life or death. It's going to be all right if they file on March 16th.
1: Yeah. And I get like with some jobs, dude, like, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, other like business type shit where – you need to have things done in order to have like a successfully run business. Like, but that's just not for me, dude. Like I'm there for my job. I'm speaking on like my personal life, like morals or like ideas, I guess. But like, I'm going to come, I'm going to put in my hours, but I'm not making this job my life. Like I have other things that I'm interested in that I want to enjoy. You only live one time, dude. It's so funny. When you die, it's so funny, dude, when you die, like, they say you see your life flash before your eyes right before you die right imagine like you're dying and you see that like vision of your whole life and 90 percent of it is just you working like in an office yeah what is the point of like this is gonna sound so dark but like what is the point of living if that's all you're gonna 100%. do 100 percent. you know what i mean
0: 100 and it's
1: funny because my mom my mom and i were on the phone today talking like she was like dude like i just don't limit myself like she's uh I guess like been currently like just, just searching for like other job opportunities out there just to see like what she can do. And I guess one of her friends was like, well, you have a great job now. Like, why would you, why would you stray away from that? And she was like, it's just because I don't want to like limit myself to one thing just so that I'm comfortable. She's like, I want to experience new things and I want to do everything differently and like just experience life within different perspectives of other things as much as I can, because one day I'm not going to be here. And I wanna know that I lived my life to the most like enjoyment and fulfillment that I can. Like she's like, I'm not gonna limit myself to traveling, like they're going to Africa in February just because like it's like their honeymoon. They just took like, it a year later. But she's like, people are like, Why would you go there? Their government's all whacked out, like all these places are so and she's just like, dude, I don't care. Like No, I'm dude, I wanna go to Africa. About... I wanna dude, right. I would love to see the entire world. Right, dude, and I don't care like Obviously, like, there's some areas, like, I'm not going to go to North Korea because chances are any American that steps foot in North Korea is going to die. Yeah. So, I'm good on that. Also, probably
0: not going to hit up North Korea.
1: Right. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and live in fear of something that may or may not happen just because of, like, what I've been told on certain things or, like, based (sighs) off of other things that may happen. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do because that's what I want to do. Yeah, and I just want to go experience the
0: things, dude. And, um... I think it's like I think going and seeing other cultures is like one of the most humbling things you could ever experience, and like nothing right. will give and you more, make you more empathetic of a person, and like make you care about other people
1: more. And dude, I've always thought traveling that, like, I've is always like had that mentality. the legal
0: psychedelic, how it changes your perspective on people. It,
1: dude, it really is. That's what literally what I told my mom today. I've always had the mentality of like, oh, I want to like travel and just see the world from different angles and perspectives, and then in 2019 we went on a family trip to europe and even just that like being in a different country and seeing different cultures from like my the lens of like my life and like just being in like in it changes everything dude like you look at things completely different like you look at ways of life completely different you have more respect for different cultures and stuff like that and i i don't know how true this is but i feel like this is one of the roots like think about like a racist American person, like this is gonna sound. Dude, so they've never left their hometown. They've never left their hometown, dude. They've never because left they their don't state have any sort of perspective. And it's Alabama, right? <laughs> right. They haven't left their hometown of Mobile, Alabama. Right. Which, if you're from Mobile, Alabama, I apologize because I realize not everybody is so, like that. Unless but. you're
0: white, then I don't apologize because you're probably racist. But if you're black, you're also <laughs> right. there's a good chance you're racist. But whatever.
1: Right. Right. But it's just. Traveling and getting that perspective of other cultures and other ways of life to other people just changes your outlook on life completely. Yeah. And it's for the better. It's I not mean, like anything bad's gonna come out of that.
0: Soccer has done that to me. Like I've played with so many different people
1: from so many walks of life because of soccer. You know what I mean?
0: Because yeah, that's like
1: the one game that truly every country in the world plays yeah. and brings everyone together. And
0: I played on a lot of different teams. It's like I played with a lot of different kids. Um Yeah and a lot of very unique kids for and a lot of people, just people with like crazy different upbringings and like wild personalities. And like, you know, I liked all the people that I played soccer with for the most part. Right. Like almost everyone that I was on a team with, like, I, I liked being with, I like hanging out with them. Right. And, you know, like they were, they were nice to me. They treated me, you know, like, you know, part of the family or whatever. And so I always saw, you know, most of the people, that I played soccer with in a, you know, positive light. But I know that not everybody else sees them like that. And then, like, I can go and I can see people like them in other people. You know what I mean? Like, I can be like, oh, like, this person that looks drugged out on the side of the street, like, that kind of looks like my homeboy, you know, blah, 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 that I used to ball with. And it makes you like, and then you're like, you know, you can see how these, you know, people that you've thought of in, like, such a positive way in your life can you know, be led lot of you know, go down different avenues. But you can also see it the other way, right? There's a, uh, a kid, a Spanish kid from Trenton that I played soccer with. He grew up in Trenton. Now he owns a roofing company. For the past, like, four or five years, he owns a roofing company. He's literally, he just quit soccer to become a roofer and, like, bust his ass and started his own company. You know what I mean? It's like you can see it both yeah, ways, right? Yeah. And it kind of just, like, I don't know. It just, like, makes you appreciate life more, appreciate other people. And you're just not a dickhead.
1: Right, dude exactly which comes down to from like what our our third episode when we were talking about perspective literally you can bring anything down to that one word everything comes down to perspective yeah any opinion any opinion other than maybe a fact like a fact is a fact it's like a scientifically proven thing like one plus one is two but when it comes to like opinions it's like okay you have that opinion because of the perspective you've had like throughout your life experiences and another person has a different opinion because of their life experiences and their perspective.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you can say science is a fact. Science? Yeah. Because science it's like a science fact. thing, that, like it's like a science like thing that nothing is ever 100% fact. Like there's always a chance that somebody I mean, that somebody
1: could do a theory. They just kind of accept it as true. I mean, yeah, but, like, oh, that's true, because, like, you're using, like, the mathematical theory to prove yeah. that 1 plus 1 is 2, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, whatever kind of systems they use, it's technically, like, but like it's, everything is it's potentially like, not 100% true. There's always, like, some chance that it could be not
1: true. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't say everything. Like, it's 100% true that we, like, live on Earth, like... Well, uh, maybe this is a simulation. Who fucking knows? Nothing is real. (laughs) Maybe it is a simulation. Dude, who knows? Nobody knows anything. And I hate people that act like they know everything. Because not one person knows a single thing. I don't know a single thing. I damn sure don't know anything.
0: I don't even know what one plus
1: one equals anymore.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Uh. All right, now that we... have We've tangented far enough away from being philosophical Hi guys. We're going to hit up some random shit because that's the other thing that high guys do. Let's do it. Uh, eels, bro. What's good with eels? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Yo, eels are crazy.
0: So dude. I sent you this and I, I saw a little little video on the Tiki talkie, You know, it's from this science guy and he was talking about eels. Long story short, nobody knows where they came from or how they reproduce. They've been dissected. They don't have a singular sexual organ. And he said, if you put them together, they will not mate, even if you play the sweetest Michael Buble. Um, <laughs> um, so, like, how do they mate? Turns, out, turns out
1: they only mate to 21 Savage. So then, that would be awesome. 21, 21, 21. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty just eels in the club. Yeah,
0: but they're fucking <laughs> yeah. um so then they go from they're normally like freshwater creatures. They go from their rivers, they go into the ocean, freshwater to saltwater. There's no other water dwelling creature that can do that. They they die. Right. Um they go freshwater to saltwater, they go to the Bermuda Triangle and they come out and there's more. And nobody knows. <laughs> That's all What is know. going on? That's all we know the about really- eels and how they where they come from.
1: We need to get Elon Musk or someone super filthy rich to just like set up like a base in the Bermuda Triangle yes. and just watch eels. You know what's funny and see what happens.
0: is. Dude, the Bermuda Triangle like goes to another world. It has goes to. somewhere else, dude. It has to. It That's has why to. everything that goes there gets swallowed up. It just gets swallowed into another dimension. Except for eels. Except for eels. Or there are people coming back from another dimension. Like me and you go to another dimension. and We go like, yo, come check out our crib
1: on Earth. And then, like, <laughs> and, then like, sick, and then a bunch dude. of us come through. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a bunch of eels. That would be fucking awesome. Just, the eels are like the bouncers of the Bermuda Triangle. That'd be tight. No,
0: they would come on cool, into the cool. fourth
1: dimension, and then they yeah yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't need to reproduce. We just think and we exist.
0: Yeah, I'm like actually kind of. It's like crazy. Where does it go? Where does the Bermuda Triangle go? You know what's funny? Where does it go? I saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, I haven't seen anybody get like lost. In, I haven't heard about anybody getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle lately.
1: Maybe they're closed for the winner or something. For I mean, that's a long-ass winner. Well, hey, it's a fourth dimension. Maybe their winners are like six years long. Shit. Who was the last person that got sucked up in there? I don't know, there's gotta be like a ship or something, right?
0: Yeah, probably from a man long time
1: ago. It's probably been a minute. Can't you don't they can't you go like jet skiing in the Bermuda Triangle? Only if you're an eel? <laughs> Do they, dude no eels don't way. have fins, they eels are just snake water snakes, dude, that don't fuck. Yeah. What if they, what if
0: they are aliens and they don't know how to go in a human form, so they're just stuck as eels?
1: And they're just like, oh, they just accept us as these, like, weird water snakes, so... Hmm. Oh, that's wild. How how does one get from, like, the Hudson River to the Bermuda Triangle? That's a hike, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure where... T- I mean, I guess... You're it's telling me a Hudson
1: River eel... Yeah. So but you're telling fun. me a Hudson River eel just, like, snakes down through New York City out into the ocean and then crosses the planet in the ocean? Yeah. it not- Doesn't want to fuck anything? Nah.
0: Nah. just wants to dodge and get through there.
1: <laughs> what eats... Do, do eels have predators? I don't know. Like, what eats an eel? Your mama. <laughs> a we eat eel. True.
0: I eat, yeah, my mama. I eat, we eat sushi. I eat eel sauce. Wig's a big eel oh. <laughs> sauce guy. Wiggers? Yeah. They, uh... Oh. He sent me a thing. He was like, you gotta get this eel sauce. It's fucking banging, blah, blah, blah. All right, like whatever. What eats seals? It even is eel sauce? Several type of seals. Larger fish, seabirds, mammals, including raccoons and humans.
1: Raccoons eat eels? What yeah, when fuck? we throw them with the trash. That. <laughs> Just throwing out some eel. Here you go, raccoons. Yeah, raccoon. at the
0: sushi store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Throwing out some some eel that went spoiled, and the raccoons do they eat, they eat anything?
1: Yeah, that's true. They do eat anything. Eels
0: are some nasty looking motherfuckers, dude. Not-
1: they are, dude. Oh god, I would hate
0: to have one of them biting on me. They got so dude, When meat. we used
1: to go boating in the Hudson River, they would be all over the beaches and shit. Like at night, you'd walk out and like look down at your feet, and there'd just be eels, like mm-hmm. all in like the real shallow parts of the water. No, thank you. I would not be getting yeah, in I'm that good water. On that. I, dude, I'm surprised I don't have like a fucking okay. third leg. so what's now. an
0: electric eel?
1: Ooh, girl. Or is it just is, that's a, dude? Eels are straight how up Pokemon. I like an electric eel, baby girl. Do they live on Electric Avenue? Let me know which electric eel. It's <laughs> a great song. It's um, a great song.
0: I don't know. I don't know if they live on Electric Avenue, but I mean, if eels are humans, <laughs> what are electric eels? Or aliens. If eels are aliens, what are electric eels? Electric aliens? <laughs> they come through playing <laughs> the electric guitar? Electric aliens?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should get an eel to do our uh, ran- the random roommate's draft. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Let me get an electric eel on the line. We'll give them 10%. No way. Not even 10, bro? we zero, got an eel to zero, play bro. us... Well, yeah, I'm talking, like, later down when we can hire this eel to play our draft. Drop. Live? Every episode? Live. He's just, Every, he's our just first live here, show, can, we're going to have an eel do like it. a
0: big fish tank. <laughs> That'd be dope. Imagine if you lived, like, near the ocean and you had a tunnel that went out to the ocean and you'd be like, yo, eel, like, it's fucking 6 o'clock on a Tuesday, dude, time to party, Yo, like, eel. <laughs> and then he just... <laughs> comes through this tunnel and he hops <laughs> up into this hops up into this like fish tank or something like in the crib. And then he does the episode. He does our jobs, you know, he has a few pinions.
1: <clears> and <throat> then he's like, all right, get, get a little get a little headset on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, later guys, I'll be back next week. Go birds. <laughs> and then like every six months he's like, boys, it's that time of the year. I gotta go to the Bermuda Triangle for a few weeks. That's cool, bro. Go get that. Might, piece of might, might come back. Might come back with six more. <laughs>
0: That's cool, bro. We we'll get a whole band up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have electric drums, electric bass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, oh man! All right, this is yeah. Eels are fucking. Whack. This
0: is the party episode where the Yanks and the Phillies go. But until further notice, they're on pause. Until there's, until there's news about them. Yeah. Nothing in the Premier League or the Champions League, but we got some men's national team to talk about, both good and oh bad. Oh, my
1: God. What's the good? So
0: we beat Jamaica 2-0. Two goals from Ricardo Pepe and Brendan Aronson had an assist. So good news. Um, That's good news. Panama beat us 1-0. That's absolutely gross. We didn't get That's We it. didn't get a single shot on goal. That's the bad news.
1: Wow, I didn't know it was that bad, dude.
0: Yeah, we played Costa Rica Not tomorrow. a single shot on goal. Zero. Goose egg. Oh, in the shot God. department. Maybe shots total. I don't know. I don't even read the stats right. Um, Jesus. We played Costa Rica tomorrow. I don't know if it's home or away, so don't ask me. But uh, they're pretty good. That's a kind of a tough matchup. Costa Rica like yeah, kind of came on pretty pretty in the last solid. like four or five years.
1: Yeah, um, ever since Keeler Navas popped onto the scene in the World Cup. Oh, they got
0: Keeler. He's nice. Okay, good news. After five matches, we currently sit in second at 2-2-1 two, two, and one with eight points. Mexico's in first at 3-2-0 and with 11 points. Panama are also 2-2-1 two, two, and one with eight points. We're ahead on goal differential. Oh, man. Which is yeah, crazy because they like beat us. So I like feel that. like it would make more sense for them to be ahead on head-to-head, but whatever. Um, but yeah, at least the dude came back in the fifth, but like, got to be better. Like you got to beat Panama. No offense, Panama, but
1: I mean, offense, Panama, we got to beat them. Yeah. That's bad, dude. The problem is we don't run out the same lineup more than like once or twice. Like we need to find the core 11 guys that we think are going to be in this world cup. If we make the world cup. Yeah, and we need to develop them as a team, bro. Stop putting in all these mix-and-match fucking line It's like the fucking Yankees all over again. And what the fuck Why is Pulisic doing,
0: doing? He's fucking off in London watching the Jets get dicked on. <laughs> Are you, do you not want to play yeah. in the World Cup, you dickhead? He's our, literally our best player. Yeah, you would think. It, he's out he... on the fucking field. Maybe he's and I'm just talking to him yeah, Is he hurt? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know either. I feel like I he's been playing for Chelsea.
1: Like, I feel like he's been in the lineup. And I, when was the last time you saw him in a men's men's national team lineup? Beats the pits out a of me. You know who I Maybe see. You know who I see in every game? men's game. Brendan Ayers. Yeah, you
0: know what else I see him doing? Playing fucking, like as a full time starter for Red Bull Leipzig, right? Champions League game. Yeah. All their league matches. Pulsage is barely playing at Chelsea. Yeah,
1: dude. but he's
0: not an all day starter.
1: I don't know, uh, bro. We'll see what happens with Costa Rica tomorrow, but I was I saw the standings, and I, I saw a few highlights of that Panama game where we just got dicked on, and I was not feeling it, dude.
0: Yeah, Panama's not good.
1: Panama's a team that we should beat 10 out of 10 times, no matter how bad we are.
0: Now Christian Pulisic didn't start, and he wasn't on the bench. Maybe he is hurt. That's Chelsea's last game. I don't know. Um,
1: These next few months are going to be interesting for World Cup qualifiers. He got hurt. He had
0: an ankle injury last month on U.S. Men's Team's duty. Come back. I stand by it, dude. You should be playing. At the minimum, you should be there.
1: Right at the minimum, you should be there. He, he, I know he's young, but he's got to be the leader of this team, dude. He, he has, has to, to step up and be. And like
0: not being there and like pissing off at, at a fucking football game. I don't yeah. care, dude. His if fucking he was
1: Jets game, I wouldn't
0: care. If he was there on the sideline and didn't play, I wouldn't care if I didn't see him at the Jets game. Honestly.
1: No. Yeah, you're right. But I did, so I'm pissed but, about it. <laughs> but but I did, and he wasn't on the sideline for the men's team. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're, you got to be Captain America for us. Like, you're the best player we have by far.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Oh.
1: Well. Yeah, I agree. No, I, think, I don't around. think we need
0: to find 11, right? We need to find, like, 14, 15 dudes who are going to be, you know, these are our starters and our potential subs, right? And, you know, right. maybe we rotate some people to stay healthy, but, don't, like, these are our guys. We're not running out there with – you know, a whole new fucking 16 or 18 guys. I don't even know however, however many go to a game.
1: Dude, We I feel like we have, like, a pool of, like, 20 guys right now that we just keep exchanging in and out, in and out every game. And it's like, dude, these aren't, like, these aren't exhibition matches. No. These are World Cup qualifiers, right there, bro. Window. These are the games that you need to come together as a team and start playing, like, you know, as one and form together and get used to playing with each other so that when it comes World Cup time, you're going to have some sort of chemistry and some sort of camarader- camaraderie and hopefully get us
0: camaraderie. Maybe they just need to do a little chuckle jerk together, a
1: little limp biscuit. If that's what it takes, I don't care what you do. I mean, I'll be there. <laughs> he said, call my phone, I'll be there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Clap your hands, uh, everybody, and Boo Ben Simmons as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Back in the news again. Ben Simmons drama. Yep. Well said, Johnny. (laughs) Uh, That's all it is. It's fucking drama. Drama, dude. Ben
0: Simmons, he's back. He reported to Philly.
1: Pockets are hurting, so he comes back.
0: He had to. He comes crawling back.
1: The Sixers. It's like Thanos. The Sixers. You you couldn't live with your failure. Failure? Where did that bring you? (laughs) Failure? You couldn't live with your failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yes. That's what Joel yes, and said to Ben Simmons.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I don't know. Joel's kinda he's taking it nice. But so he is, but you know he you know he's like he, like you know Jojo, he's saying that because it's the right thing to say, and he's like trying to win a championship. Yeah, he wants to win a championship. He's not yeah. saying that out of kind of his heart. I, I'm sure deep down inside Jojo's like, yo. I'm so sick of this motherfucker. It's not even funny. I think he's just
0: sick of it because, like, he's got to talk about it every fucking week, every day.
1: Yeah, that too. That um, too.
0: And he's like, dude, I don't care. Just want to win. If Don't care if he's here. Don't care if he's not here. If he's here, we're going to try to get better. Uh, You know, we're, we know. if he's here, we're going to work. That's it. If he's not here, right. we're going to work, and we're going to ball with what we have. That's mm-hmm. the way JoJo is looking at it. That's what his, you know, that's what all his quotes are saying to me. He's too nice. Um, but That's too much nice. So, so he comes back yesterday on Monday, right? We're recording on Tuesday. So he comes back on Monday. And apparently the Sixers and Rich Paul, Simmons' agent, were in contact all day from Monday morning. And then Sixers play the Nets yesterday in preseason and Elton Brand gets the GM of the Sixers gets a text message. Ben Simmons is outside the arena. He needs to come in and get his COVID test. And Ellen Brand's like just what locked the out, fuck? so I
1: will not let him in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did I not know that Ben Simmons was coming to, to the game? Like, how did I not know that my player was gonna be here? Yeah. What, dude? It's just. You're just so under dude, the radar. Such a mockery. And, like, you're talking to Rich Paul all day. So then it's like, okay, did Rich Paul not tell the Sixers? And why didn't he want the Sixers to know that his client was going to be coming to practice or the game or whatever? Or did Ben Simmons not tell Rich Paul? And I was Ben Simmons like, fuck Rich Paul, you're a dick-ass agent. You just cost me 360000 fucking dollars for missing that game and I didn't get my first paycheck, you
1: idiot. I mean, yeah, but that's not on Rich Paul, dude. That's on Ben Simmons. Like, you're being a fucking little bitch boy baby, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you had to know that not showing up to your fucking team's preseason is going to have some sort of repercussions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it's just so strange how it all goes down.
1: Yeah, very unorthodox. I'm here for it. It's interesting.
0: So, here are my notes. Don't care. Don't want him. If he comes back, he won't play. I honestly don't think he's going to play. There was, like, this one no. video, and it's, like, it was on Twitter today and it was like Ben Simmons like in the Sixers cafeteria and it's this video of this guy like on surveillance camera out work. Nothing he just like looks around, there's no one around and he just goes like whoop and just falls and he's like Ah That's what he guys Like he I don't think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna fake an injury until they trade him, but he's gonna say he's hurt so he gets paid. But he he's there. you think
1: they're gonna just let him rot away on the bench?
0: He's gonna say he's hurt and he can't play, I think.
1: But uh, he's gonna yeah. be technically reporting, you know what I mean? Right. Woo-wee. There's got to be a way around that, dude, because that's got to be some sort of, like, if you're faking an injury like that, that's got to be, like, some sort of fraud. Like, some fraudulent, like, medical issue or something. Like, you can be- just be like, uh, like, dude, that's like me calling into work and being like, uh, I'm sick, I'm going to be out for two months, but I'm just fucking off playing golf every day, like, not, just not showing up to work.
0: No, I think he's going to have to go, and I think it's going to be so awkward if that happens.
1: Right, he's going to have to go, but he's not going to be, like, working. He'll just be
0: sitting on the side dribbling or something.
1: Yeah, some Jacoby Ellsbury with the Yanks type shit.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man.
1: It'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. It
0: sure will. Um...
1: Watch the Sixers win a championship this year and Ben Simmons had nothing to do with it. I would awesome. love that. I if Ben I'm Simmons is back, fan. I still want Tyrese Maxey to be the point guard,
0: the starting point guard. He is so nice, bro. Like yeah. let's put the ball in his hands, bro. He he's good. And Isaiah Joe is like legit. Like we have good players. Right? Like our starting our starters will probably be If, if I'm Doc Rivers, this is what I'm doing. With Doc Rivers is a fucking dickhead. We're getting at it. But if I'm Doc Rivers, my starters are Tyrese Maxey at the point, Seth Curry at the two, Danny Green at the three, Toby at the four, and then Embiid at the five. That's who I'm starting with, right? And then you have Andre Drummond coming in, Isaiah Joe's like a three or a four, right? And then if Ben Simmons is back, he can come in. Shake Milton can come off the bench. Right. Like we got the depth. Like we have other pieces too that I'm not naming because I'm I'm not in Sixers' mind, but uh, like we have the depth, right? And I and I, I would rather have Shake than Ben at the point. Shake shiftier, dude. He can shoot. He can hit step back threes. He can pull up if he wants, right? Like they him and Embiid are running a nice pick and roll.
1: Ben's not doing any of nah, that. Nah, Ben
0: Simmons is just being a fucking much of words, Kenny. Um, not great teammate for He's the plus douche. minus. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know, but Doc Rivers, he wants to start Shake Milton over Tyrese Maxey. Shake's nice, dude. I like Shake Milton as like you know my backup point guard. Right, like he can come in and he, can you know, no pun intended. And he can shake things up, right? Sometimes he comes in off the bench and he balls and he has like twenty five night points, but they're few and far between. He had one good one against Doc Rivers when he was a Clippers coach, and that has haunted Doc Rivers
1: to this day. Like, <laughs> shake Mill is my story, man. He, uh, and he thinks if his nickname isn't milkshake. I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I don't know, um, like
0: milk, milkshake. That's fire, right? I like that. Um. I like that. Um, yeah, that's funny. But, was um, that not his thing. Like, I don't know. I, I don't about. know. <laughs> um, but I don't know, dude. I feel like Tyrese is just better than Shake, right? Like he, he's just better. That's how I feel right now. And I think Doc Rivers is a knucklehead. I think we need to fire him. His in-game adjustments are absolutely fucking whack. This dude's gotta go.
1: You should call him up, hey Doc. Quit. Listen to me. I'm
0: putting a head out for you <laughs> if you're not off that fucking organization. <laughs>
1: I don't know who you are, but I will find you, and I will kill you, although I do know who you are.
0: And I'm also going to find you, and I'm also (laughs) going to kill you.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking good old Docky Rivers.
0: (laughs) Oh, that just shook me to my core. That was so loud. Dude, that fucking Karen in the background. I don't like her, dude. She gets on on my nerves. Every week she gets on my nerves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But guess what, baby? The Birds got a dub. The Birds win! A gritty dub. Jalen Ertz didn't look too hot the first three and a half quarters. Nope. (laughs) Comes through in the clutch. Comes through in the clutch, dude. The defense had a good day.
0: Three picks.
1: Darius Slay has Darius Slay day. had
0: two. Fletcher Cox gets his first sack of the season. Javon Hargrave had a sack because Fletcher Cox got double-teamed. That's the thing. Fletcher Cox statistically not having a great season. But Fletcher Cox on the football field taking double-teams. Javon Hargrave says, oh, one-on-one. <coughs> I'm a feast. He's got six sacks <laughs> at the top alone of all defensive tackles. So, I mean yeah, – um... Fletcher it's, Cox is like uh, still having a good impact on the field even though you know stats ain't there and people want to clown him because they think he's old and he's he's not the same Fletcher Cox. He is. He's just disguised as Javon Hargrave. That's his stats are under Javon Hargrave's stats.
1: Bro, yeah, bro. It's like the fuck, it's like DeAndre Hopkins is not going to put up the same numbers every year because he's going to go off one year and then teams are going to be like, "All right, he's getting double teamed every fucking play." Yeah. So that opens up the opportunity yeah. for wide receiver 2s.
0: And that's why A.J. Green and Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore have all been very serviceable fantasy options this year. Um, And I don't know, dude. I I don't like it. I don't really like the way the offense looks. I don't like Nick Sirianni's play nah, calling. Nah. um, no, dude, no, play so calling many is screens. It's dude. terrible. Our red zone play calling is so bad, bro. Like, I don't know, Nick. I like you. You're easy to like, you're a likable person, you get the team fired up, you say the right things in the locker room. I love the energy. You know, you got your nice t shirts on, you got your your things in your visor, bro. Like the energy's cool, you're a likable guy, great personality, great locker room guy. I fucking hate the football, play, calling, play calling, bro. I fucking hate yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Miles Sanders, so I saw this tweet today. Miles Sanders had I think five targets. His air yards on his targets, negative eight. Negative six, negative six, negative six, negative
1: six. Jesus, dude!
0: Every single one was a screen Get pass. Field, like, six to eight yards behind oh. the line of scrimmage. He finished with five catches for six yards. Yeah, that's bad. So at least he turned something into it, and he got upfield, like not much.
1: He shouldn't even be put in that position, though. Nah, like, dude, with the fucking screen passes, and not only that, and then he's, he's throwing them to—he's throwing them to, to the wideouts
0: too. Screen pass to the wideout.
1: Yeah. And it's It's, like, dude.
0: When he runs the ball, and then when he lets Jalen Hurts sit in the pocket and runs real passing plays, sometimes we get in a rhythm and we look good, and Jalen Hurts is slinging it.
1: Right. And then it's just like we resort back to the fucking play style of screen passes and running the ball once every three fucking drives and it's like dude what are we fucking doing i know like we have spurts we have we'll have spurts of like we'll look good on offense for like a drive here two drives in a row and then when that works they just throw it out the window and they're like let's try something else it's like no dude just stick with what's working like yeah it's not broke don't fix it
0: yeah. On the other hand, the screenplay's not working, and Sirianni's like, oh, dude, they're never gonna expect a screen pass. And then he throws another one, and they expect it. And he's like, ah, they know we're not gonna throw ah. one here. And then he throws another one, <laughs> and they expect it. <laughs> and then, oh, well, you know, three now. Um, three screen passes. That was fun. Uh, yeah,
1: dude. Jalen Ertz's legs, though, get me going, bro. Yeah. That man is mobile. Yeah,
0: dude, he's such a good talent. Let him work.
1: Yeah. Right, like, let, let him work, dude. Don't make these ridiculous play calls and just let the man work and let the team fucking meld and just fucking flow, dude. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, I feel like his play calling just breaks up the flow of the game I think so, so too. much. And it's like, what are we fucking doing?
0: And too many penalties, too many touchdowns called back, dude.
1: Dude, Jalen Hurts has had like six touchdowns called back on like bullshit fucking penalties, and
0: it's all dude just poor coaching, and then a lack of discipline, and that lack of discipline ultimately comes back to the coach. So like, not to say fuck you, Nick Sirianni, but like you gotta get it together, bro. Because I think a lot of our a lot of the things that I'm upset about with this team, you know, you know, I'm not the end all be all. I'm not you know football god or anything. Um, Right. But I'm a fan, and it's upsetting me, and it has. It's your fault. I think it's because of you. I think and Howie dude, Roseman is also the real issue on that team, but that's yeah, conversation Howie for another is 100% day. One hundred
1: percent, the number one issue. But dude, we have to realize like the NFC East is not attainable. Dallas is going to win the NFC East. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just miles, miles ahead of every other team in this division. Yeah. But if the Eagles can figure their shit out, I think they're a good enough team to get a wild card I spot. Don't. I don't. I don't. I right now I don't see it happening, but I think they have the potential to. Which, I don't know. You know, Cardinals way, or Rams, like,
0: that's going to be one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I feel like it could be, you know, we get six or seven weeks in, and we either win the next two or lose the next two or split. Well, we got Tampa, we and they're
0: going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, we're
1: not We're not going to win that. We're not winning Thursday night. I'm getting that out of the way now. Yeah, And right that's Brady doesn't we're play.
0: Not. His thumbs hurt.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, though.
0: me too. We've won seven straight – Thursday night games. That's our longest active streak.
1: Oh, shit's about to come to an end. What? Well, well, we
0: beat Green Bay. We upset Green Bay last year in Green Bay. Remember that game?
1: Yeah, that was that's a Thursday true. night game. We and went there also, and upset them. And you know what we did? We
0: ran the fucking ball, dude. We ran all over that fucking defense. We're not gonna be able to run the ball against Tampa. Though. I was,
1: I was literally just gonna say that we don't have to worry about our running game this week because we're not gonna run against them anyway. So fuck!
0: I'm already pissed off. Yeah. I'm gonna come in here she, next week. Yo, uh oh well well at least I know um Lane Johnson dude he's been out for personal reasons um for two weeks like he hasn't been th- at camp at all hasn't been like anywhere
1: that's not great No. I mean yeah hope he's good I hope everything's hope good like good. his family or whatever yeah. but that sucks yeah
0: I don't I mean. Doesn't bother me.
1: No, I mean, yeah, if it's personal reasons, it must be something serious. Right. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, you need to be on the field. And it's, blah, and blah, and it's right. Lane Johnson. It's not Ben Simmons. Right. Things are bigger than football.
0: Yeah. Um, I hope he's good, but thought we should bring that up. We'll see. We'll let you know when he comes back, and if we get any information on it, we'll pass that along to the listeners. But, uh, yeah. We'll see. Good vibes. Sent to his you want to
1: get it? In- you want to get into these predictions?
0: Yeah. So last week we both predicted a loss, so we both lost. I'm three and two on the weekly guesses, and you're two and three. Uh, we both had a win in our preseason suggest predictions.
1: So against the Panthers, yeah. yeah. Well, so we we need to put an asterisk next to that because we initially assumed we were going to be at that game, and I think we were all, both just a little like excited. Yeah. we were like, dude, that's the game we're going to be at. There's no way we lose. blah, Blah blah. But you know, things came, things fell through, and even, did you see what happened to Doobie? She didn't even make it to Charlotte. Yeah,
0: that sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's she had terrible. a tough weekend. Um, so we both preseason predicted an L for the Bucks on this Thursday, and I was trying to get tickets. I'm still trying to get tickets to this game. I close yeah. on my house on Friday. The final walk-through is at ten, and the closing is at eleven. And I'm thinking I really want to go to this game on Thursday night, but I got a lot of shit to get done at home first. I'm not going to Ah, this game.
1: Just make it a nice little celebratory. Uh, I just bought a house. Let's go watch the Eagles get smacked around.
0: Yeah, I got too much shit to do, though. That's (laughs) the thing.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I I
0: got too much packing and shit like that to do. We'll see, maybe.
1: And it's not like you're going to miss out on a good game. We're going to lose.
0: Yeah, but I might miss out on Tom Brady throwing for 405 tutters again.
1: Not gonna have that opportunity to see, right? Uh, pretty much ever, again. maybe ever.
0: Who knows? though. he'll probably be yeah. back at the Lincoln eight years playing.
1: He is sixty-five years old, just throwing, slinging four hundred-yard touchdowns
0: to Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh
1: man! All right, what do you got? What do you What are you predicting? Uh, thirty-five, fourteen bucks.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, uh, let's go with 30, 33, 17 bucks. Could we be like, All right. nah, I changed that, fuck you, 38. 38, 17.
1: Yeah.
0: Um So Carson Wentz looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah, he was pretty he Best was case scenario, balling. dude. Best case scenario. Yeah. The better yep. he looks, the less likely it is they're going to bench him, and the more they lose, the higher our first round draft pick is going to be.
1: Yep. Thing I'm, of beauty. Colts are what 1 in 4 right now. Yeah. So we're looking good, dude. We're gonna be set up pretty nicely. If uh, I also have an under eight and a half to...
0: preseason bet, under eight and a half wins for the Colts. So keep losing, guys. That's looking pretty good. That's, <laughs> that's looking pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking about this on Xbox last night. Somebody asked if they think that they'll bench Wentz, and I was like, "Dude, I don't think I don't think he's mentally has a mental fortitude to like withstand a benching again." <laughs> No shot. He couldn't withstand no one. Shot. Don't think he's gonna withstand it another, especially not with these bums that are behind him.
1: Yeah, and especially after last night, the way he played, dude. I don't. I don't think. I think yep. the Colts are fully in on Carson Wentz. Yeah, me
0: too. And I mean, dude, good for them.
1: Yeah, good for him. I'm okay with it.
0: Um. That's all I got on other football shit. Let's get into some fantasy. Uh,
1: should we should we touch on the John Gruden? uh scenario going oh down?
0: john gruden super racist homophobic misogynistic man see ya <laughs> wouldn't wanna <laughs> be,
1: ya! be ya! man dude yeah that's t- tough tough look for him bro like super i mean i'm glad it's been outed because you, there's no room for any of that shit in in sports let alone football but fuck
0: yeah i saw um clay's tweet about how He's just like ESPN, or he, it was a retweet about how like ESPN was just like tiptoeing around the fact that it was all done right, when he, he was, employed was employed by them. By them. Yeah. yeah, and they're all like <laughs> yeah. probably Jay Gruden at ESPN dot com, like that's the email address that they're all on. <laughs> and ESPN's yeah, like dude. we got no, we got taking no heat in this. <laughs>
1: yep, <laughs> just distancing themselves. Um, I saw that the the assistant coach for the Raiders is going to be like their intern coach. Yeah, though, their so. interim
0: head coach. I also saw that Gruden's son is still going to be a strength and conditioning coach there.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he shouldn't be punished for I agree. dumb shit. His dad. I did. agree,
0: and he doesn't have a lifelong career in football, and has already made a shit ton of money and fucked himself. You know what I mean? Like, right. He's he's a strength and conditioning he's coach, still- but he's still trying to get like make his money and make his way. Right, um, he's not like super successful, but in the league, already,
1: Gruden's already won a Super Bowl and fucking made his money. So
0: yeah,
1: um, whatever.
0: That dude's fucking beat. Hope he robs too. Yep. To See someone. you later, alligator. Um. So you want to get in fantasy now? Let's do it. Fantasy, fantasy. We're living in a fantasy. Do 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 do.
1: That was magical. Not a, not a great week oh, for your kid in fantasy Whatever, wires, dude. Great week for us in Random yeah, Roommates, Random baby. Roommates.
0: <laughs> Catch another dub. We beat Luke Adams. Carl beats Andy. Bangle Bagani beats Hanging with Hernandez. Derek beats Walda. Lex beats Emery. And Clay beats q First L for QJ. the first
1: loss of the season, yeah. And that
0: actually pa- catapults Clay into first place in the league because um, of points four. But he's four and one. We're four and one. Bango Bagani, four and one. And Young Lodehouse, 69, four and one. And then it's Carl and Lex at three and two. Hanging with Hernandez. Amari Exchange, Dbrand 12 at two and three. Dalvin, the chipmunks, and young Darty at one and four, and Milwaukee Beers, lowly zero and five, the basement dwellers.
1: The basement dwellers. He texted me the other day. He was like, "This might be the worst fantasy football team I've ever put together." And I was like, "Oh, that's not going to be great for your uh, winning chances here, son. Yeah, it
0: looks like you are not getting any fucking merch, you poser. I am just kidding. That, <laughs> um, we'll send you some because I just called you a poser.
1: Look at that. You don't even have to set a lineup anymore. You're getting merch. (laughs) If you go 0 and 13, we'll send you some merch. (laughs) We'll send you, we'll send you, we'll send you, we feel bad for you merch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, an orchids, though. We should do that. We should do that anyway. Loser, like last place person, still get some merch just for like playing. Yeah, but like a a mockery perch merch. Yeah, we'll just—it'll be like random roommates logo, and then on the back it just it'll says. Be random, no, it'll be random. It'll be
0: it'll be a dildo. It'll be random roommates <laughs> fantasy football league.
1: On the other side, it'll say you got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they'll be they'll have the first piece of merch for our OnlyFans. Ooh, OnlyFans yeah. merch. Maybe they get a free subscription. Only fans merch. Free
0: subscription to our, only fans, to our yeah. OnlyFans with our cocks out. That's what you get for last place. <laughs>
1: Uh, free first month and then after that for the next year you have to pay five dollars a month to watch this jerk off in podcast and, and you can't get out of that that's a, that's a binding contract no that's what you get for getting last yep, yep. <laughs> it's like us that ends up coming in last fuck <laughs> now we gotta pay ourselves oh, man.
0: i hope yeah. You know, not because I want your sister looking at my cock, maybe her boyfriend though. But we could get the we got a
1: two for there, you know, like if they come in last two subscriptions. Right, they're both getting one. We gotta start some sort of collusion to get them to start losing. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, their team's kinda bad. They have one of the lowest points four, I think. Oh no, Lex does. Lex literally has the lowest points four and she's three and two.
1: Whatever.
0: I um I like when Lex does well in fantasy. Like she gets excited about it. Um like yesterday after Jonathan Taylor scored, that put her ahead of Emery, I think, in this league. And um she was like now like I'm beating Emery and I'm beating Jake in our other league. Like she was hype about it, and I was like, Hell yeah, dude. Like obviously obviously
1: I want her to be excited about it. Um I like talking about fantasy. Um, yeah, dude, and it's fun. Like the highs of fantasy football are really high, and the lows are really low. So, like you me and gotta- Cassandra,
0: she- Cassandra's really into fantasy. Um, and she texted me this week, and she's like, "Fantasy football is not for the faint of heart, huh?" <laughs> like, no, it is no, not, No, ma'am. No, it is not. That shit no, it hurts. is not, Miss Ma'am. Because <laughs> she has she has Clyde and she has Gaskin, and she's been back and forth on who oh. she wants to start more. So. Not this one that just passed, but the week before that, she started Gaskin, benched Clyde, and I was like, I wouldn't have done that. I would have started Clyde. Um, and then yeah. she regretted it because Clyde went off. He had like a hundred-yard game. So then she's like, All right, I'm starting Clyde, I'm benching Gaskin. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde sucks, gets hurt. Gaskin's running back one on the week.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she, that she's is in shambles. Tough. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's funny. I actually played her in uh, Coastal Chicks this week. She beat you, right? And she made a trade. No, I beat her, but she ended up um, the trade with Doobie. So she hits me up on, like, Wednesday or Thursday, and she's like, yo, son. I'm like, yo. She's like, let's talk football. And I was like, I, I love hearing that. Like, let's, let's get it. She goes, what do you want for Leonard Fournette? And I was like, send me an offer, and, like, we can negotiate. So she sent me some offers, and they're all kind of whack. So I was like, listen, you're one of my best friends. But I ain't gonna just do this because like you want Lenny Fournette. Like I need some bang for my buck, my bango bagani buck here. Yeah. And so I was like, I sent her a few counters and she rejected and then like we weren't really going anywhere with negotiations. So she was like, Well, what about Jamar Chase? Do you want Jamar Chase? And I was like, You don't have Jamar Chase. She's like, I'm aware. So I was like, Alright, well if you can get Jamar Chase and you wanna trade him Leonard for Leonard Fournette, like I'll probably I'd probably do that. So I see the trade go through with Doobie. She gets Jamar Chase. And then she throws that motherfucker in his start lineup and plays me, and he puts up like 20-something points. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what's good? I was like, what is good with this? I thought you were, uh, you were wanting to get after some trades here. Yeah. Uh,
0: um, I think I should have just processed that trade earlier. because So the trade went through on Thursday, or it got processed on Thursday, and she was texting yeah. me, and she was like, I think I want to try to trade Jamar Chase for Daryl Henderson, but if the trade doesn't go through, Daryl Henderson plays tonight, I can't do that. And I was like, yeah. I don't care what you do, bro. But it's tough in that league because, like, I can't trade with Cassandra. Well, I guess I could. I could trade Why with Cassandra. Because, like, sometimes she asks me for advice. And I definitely can't trade with Lex. I'm like.
1: Yeah, because she's getting most of her information from you. So it's Yeah. Like, yeah that's it's just bad. not going
0: to work out. We got the same right. thoughts.
1: Same mindset. Yeah.
0: Right. It's different with our other leagues. Because, like, me and Clay, like, or, like, me and you, we can talk fantasy, and we can, like, give our, like, honest opinions on players because we know enough about fantasy to have other different opinions. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, right. it's possible. This is our first year ever playing. Right. So, so it's not like most, we have any other... Like, Lex, all she knows about fantasy is what she retains, if anything, when I'm just blabbing on about it. And Cassandra's right. fantasy, she listens to a couple podcasts, which is nice because she's starting to get her own opinions. Because she doesn't, I don't know. If she listens. I think she listens to the footballers a little bit, but she listens to this other one that I don't listen to. Um, and she's like, so she's like, has her own opinions too. And I'm like, cool,
1: yeah. Do
0: your thing, That's dope. Um, but I got a dub in orchids. Thank God. You took an L in Orchid, so I'm two and three and you're three and two.
1: Carl whooped my ass. Carl dude. put up like two hundred crazy. Well, he he I think he put up like one ninety three but his possible lineup. Was, he put up like one ninety three out of like two oh four or something like that. I
0: think Jess and Kostel she put up over two
1: hundred, right? She put up like two hundred and twelve. Yeah. But that's because the scoring's different. Like uh The quarterback touchdowns in the Coastal Chicks League is worth six. I know. I like that more, and I want to change it in orchids. Me too. Yeah, I think we should change. I
0: um I I thought it was that. That's what I thought it was. I'm gonna be completely honest. It wasn't it that last. That's what I thought. But then I went back and I looked, and I like manually did the math. I I went back to last season's league, and I looked at the championship game, and I like clicked. You you know how you can like click into the score, and it shows you the breakdown of how they got that score. Um, so it was like touchdowns, four points, like whatever. But I thought it was oh, that. Weird. Maybe it was that on ESPN. I don't know. But I always like. This is our third year I know, and Super, I've always liked the six-point quarterback passing touchdown. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. happened, dude. Because I thought it was six. So this offseason, I'm going to, you know, vote to make that a change. Can't do it halfway through. Yeah. Unless I were to go back and literally look at every single matchup and be like, look, if we were to do this, not a single matchup outcome would change. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I mean, I probably would have drafted the same way if it was six, but um, yeah, me too. It definitely doesn't
0: alter my thoughts. Yeah, but there.
1: but since it's four, dude, like drafting a quarterback like Lamar Jackson gives you more of a uh, like a positive
0: one hundred percent
1: than drafting like Pat Mahomes because so Pat Mahomes is gonna throw a hundred thousand fucking passing touchdowns, but Lamar Jackson's gonna run like six fucking touchdowns a, a, a game. Right. So he's getting more points just based off of that. Right, and that's why I don't like it. And he's getting the rushing yards, isn't it? Wait, no, passing yards. No, Yeah, yeah, passing yards are are worth .25
0: per yard. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, 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 .025. No. No.
1: I thought it was half a point for every 10 yards.
0: No, it's one point for 25 yards. Oh. But
1: a yard
0: hard. a running yard is worth
1: point one. Point one.
0: Because ten yards right. is worth one.
1: One point, yeah.
0: So passing yards are twenty five points or one. It dude, it's like point zero two five or something like
1: that. Yeah. That's why like Jalen Hurts is like a top five fantasy quarterback right now in our league.
0: Yeah. Point zero four, that's what it
1: is. Point zero four, yeah.
0: Um, and that's pretty much the standard.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think I think we should definitely vote on changing passing passing touchdowns, touchdowns to six, of six for next year. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because Justin
1: Herbert put up a fifty burger in Coastal Chase, yeah. but then in Orchids he was only like forty some What, like forty one?
0: Yeah. Um, I got my first win in my in the one dynasty league, which I'm upset about. Like Clay beat me. You know, me and Clay are both one and four. Like Clay, can't you just let me go over and I'll get the number one pick? Like I started a in legitimate lineup. Obviously, I got the dub. I put up like 120.
1: Was that in Foot Clan or CCU? I think
0: that was CCU. I think in Foot Clan I lost to Mayo. Cause I started Sam Darnold. I had Matt Ryan on the bench, and if I started Matt Ryan, I would have won. Damn, um, I went two and zero in my Yahoo leagues, so I'm four and one in the one, and I'm three and two in the other. But I started zero and two in that one.
1: Not bad. Nah, nice little turnaround. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, Lex went two and zero yeah. this week, and I love that.
1: That's dope, um, dude. Orchids is tight. Other aside, Orchids from, like, is a journey, tough league, just- dude. It's tough, dude. There's not much difference between first place and like seventh place. Nah. I think it's like one one win. I think first place is four and one.
0: I well, dude, I got a win this week. I put up one twenty and I was I had like the eighth most points. I had the lowest points in a win. That's what the weekly report said.
1: Journey had a tough week. He put up like one fifty and still lost because Mayo's team went absolutely nuclear. I'm so fucking mad.
0: That I traded Mayo Zeke for Keenan Allen. Yeah, that's gonna haunt me for the rest yeah, of this that's season, tough, dude. I need
1: to That's a tough trade.
0: I know. What the fuck was I thinking, bro?
1: High guy, man. High and desperate, get the bro. Sometimes <laughs> I was
0: desperate to, to turn things around on my team.
1: That's the thing, dude. Like you can't. It, I, a- it was such it a short sighted trade. And it's so early, dude. Like, the first three or four weeks, like, you can't make rash decisions like that because it's such a small sample. size. Right, like I was very scared. You have zated. to wait and see. I uh, I finally pulled trigger on getting rid of Robbie, dude. Carl was texting me on my way home from Maggie's house this weekend, like, during the 1 o'clock games. And he was like, are you scared with LaVisca? And I was like, I checked, like, our matchup because I was driving. And he had 0 0 targets. So I was like, oh, is he hurt? And he was like, no. Like, he just hasn't been targeted. And then I was like, dude, that's." he's like, I'm so sick of him until like either someone gets hurt or like I desperately need somebody for a bye week. He's going to be rotting on my bench. And I was like, that's how I am with Robbie Anderson, dude. And he was like, you want to just do a swap? And I was like, yes. Like I didn't even think about it. I was like, yes. Yeah, I, like that, I like that, dude. I like Loviska.
0: I would start him. Me he's too. had a few
1: good weeks. I, dude, and I think they're going to figure it out. They're going to get him more involved. Especially Robbie with Anderson, DJ Chark out am. for the season. Yeah, he's got he should be the wide receiver too behind Marvin Jones. Or one, dude. Like, like he might get or, just or as one. much work as him. Right. They just need to figure it out. On the other hand, with Robbie Anderson, <clears throat> he's gonna lose targets once Christian McCaffrey comes back, and even now he's still getting like seven or eight targets a game. He's just not doing anything with them. He's not catching the ball, yeah. he's not doing anything. So he's
0: I'm just, just yelling like, on dude, the side get Robbie right?
1: Anderson the fuck off my team. Right.
0: LaViska's targets nine, seven, four, seven, three look like at what Marvin Jones got. So what I say 9, 7, 4, 7, 3. Oh, yeah, Marvin Jones is going to be the one. He's got 9, 11, 8, 3, 5.
1: There's still room, though, dude. Yeah. And now, now that I have LaVisca, I have him locked up in the passing game and James Robinson on, on the ground. So mm. I'm getting the best of both of that team. They just need to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, they had Carlos Hyde on a fourth and goal on the goal line, and they didn't – like, uh, Urban Meyer was asked about it after the game, and they're like um, – like, him realizing, like, how good James Robinson was or, like, the usage, how how much he used him. They're like, did you realize, like, James Robinson could have been used in this situation? And he was like, oh, I guess I realize it now. And I was like, dude, he's he was one of the best running backs in the league last year. Like, how are yeah. you not just, like – He's literally probably your best player. 100%. Like, I don't understand it. 100%. Like, why is he not getting the usage? that? And still, like, he still had a great game. Because his name is James Robinson. Like yards. There's nothing sexy that about that.
0: He wants Mr. High no, Or Levisca he wants Chenault. Travis Etienne.
1: Yeah. But, uh, dude, it's just like Urban Meyer pisses me off the way that he's been coaching that team. Yeah. They have a good team. Like, their team shouldn't be bad.
0: I agree. But we'll see. Except for that O line, pretty pretty bad. Um, Coastal football, dude. They moved to six and zero. They destroyed Arkansas State, fifty two to nothing.
1: Moved up in the rankings, right? They're fourteen now. I think
0: fifteen. Still? They were sixteen.
1: Oh, I thought they were fifteen. and Moved to fourteen. No, I think
0: they went sixteen to fifteen. Um. All right. I won ninety bucks bet on that game.
1: That's a nice little win. Yeah, boy. Farming up. Was that the one you took the, the coastal under and the total over? Or something I took like that? coastals. Oh,
0: I took all right. This is what I did in a part lay. I did coastal over 49 and a half, just them. I did coastal to win the first half and the second half. And then I did the as a game under 72 and a half because I didn't think Arkansas State was going to put up 20, honestly. Put up. Um, yeah. So it was super close because I had 72 and a half, 52 and 20 is 72. Yeah. Shitting bricks, dude. I was shitting bricks. I was laying. <laughs> I was laying in my bed with the game on my phone. Like, okay, two minutes left. We got the ball in the thirty-five, and then I could see that we were just running just the ball and they running the clock, like, running the clock, the clock out. out. And I was like, Let's go! It's gonna hit, baby. But I had another. I had another one in that was coastal minus ten and a half, and then under eighty and a half plus a hundred. So it was bet ten, win ten. So I threw ten on that, yeah. and so I already knew that that one was gonna hit. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I'm not losing money because yeah. it's gonna cover my other bet. But then I had a ten dollar bet right. to win eighty. So I won ninety all together. Good day.
1: Oh yeah, dude. It's a good day of betting.
0: Dude, I won seventy-five bucks on a five dollar parlay Sunday night. Fire me up.
1: Fire me up. And I only Fire lost a ten and a
0: fifteen dollar bet. Or a ten and a five dollar bet in the earlier games. And then uh you're up on the weekend. Thursday, I was in PA for a work event, and because there was Penn State, Iowa this weekend, in PA they had a Penn State uh love the spread or whatever or spread the yeah. love. So it's like for every thousand people they move the line by one. They did one in Penn State and one in Iowa for their perspective or one in PA and one in Iowa for their respective teams. So I happened to be in oh, PA. Cool. I pulled my fan duel out while I was driving to look at putting a same game parlay together for the night game for the Thursday night game. Because it was Ram Seahawks, I wasn't going to miss that action. Um right. so <laughs> I pull my phone out and I see "Spread the Love Penn State." And I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah!" It's like two days before the game. It it was at like already at like forty. I was like, "Yeah, bang!" It was max bet twenty five. At... Like bet twenty five, win twenty five. Good weekend.
1: That's free money, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good weekend for the kid oh, yeah. overall. Um, but with that being said, or how do they say? It without further ado.
1: Without further ado.
0: Um, so I beat your ass again. We know the story.
1: We know the story. Uh, I'm not, I didn't beat your ass. I beat you by one. Um, yeah,
0: whatever fucking way she goes on the movies. My lineup was definitely better. I would have, I,
1: I, I need to, uh, we need to get more interaction on our polls. Yeah. Facts. Cause it's so tough. Like when we only get like a total of like 13 votes, like, that sways the percentages so much because yeah. it's such a small small. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we um, do.
1: So maybe if we start doing, like, uh, I don't know how you would, like, boost post a, a story. Maybe we start posting our draft. Oh, you can't do a poll in a, a post. I don't know. We need to figure it out, though.
0: You'd be like, like this comment for this and like this comment for this. But that's tougher.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that's, yeah, it's so much tougher than just clicking a vote. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 100%. Like and they're just like,
0: ah, vote, vote, vote. I don't know. Things to talk about. We'll talk about it with our co-producer. See what she thinks. Yeah. Um, so, I won the whatever this is called. Movie draft. I'm up 5-1 all the time even though we haven't kept score for like three of them. Yeah. So, this time we're doing a song draft and we're doing songs that begin with the letter K. We'll probably do a bunch of different letters. Um, so hit us up on Twitter and tell us what letter you want us to use. But for this first one, we're going to do the letter K. And, um, since I won, I get to pick if I go first or second. And I think that there's by far a 101. So I'm going first.
1: Wait, um, before you tell me what your pick. Okay. I'm going to look. Okay. I think I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Do you? Yup. I know exactly what song you're going to pick. I'm
0: picking
1: Keisha's song. Yep, I knew it. Yeah, I knew bro. it. Dude. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It. Yeah. Keisha's song. I saw that. I started looking at my uh uh iTunes library and like in the K's and as soon as I saw Keisha's song, I was like Well, that's going one hundred one. Dude, it's it's
0: a great song, right? It's by Kendrick Lamar. If you don't know it, you should go listen to it, and you need to listen to the lyrics. Like he's telling a crazy story, Um, and that's all I got for you. And then at the end, it's like it's like this story, and just go listen to it. He's playing it for his little sister. Um, It's a good, great song. The beats are fire. The production's good. Kendrick beats are fire. Kendrick's great. It's
1: like a great storytelling song. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think there's a pretty strong 102. What is it? And I know for a fact you have this in your library. It is kicking Incredibly Dope Shit by Mac Miller.
0: Yeah, had it on my list, obviously.
1: That's just an all-time classic. All-time
0: dude. classic, dude. He named the whole fucking mixtape after whole it. album, I literally yeah. used to have it hanging behind me.
1: Speaking of, did you see, uh... Faces is now on iTunes? Really? Yeah, it's all it's on all streaming now. Well let's go get it then. Yeah, son. I'm about to listen to that tonight actually. It's been a minute since I that might be my favorite Mac Miller project, Faces. Really? Yeah, I think it is actually like all time. It's like his most not known because it's like a SoundCloud mixtape. Yeah. What well, it was. But like when it comes to like digging deep in your artist bag and like your personal life and like deep, deep shit. Like, that's, like, the epitome of Mac Miller, in my opinion. I think Kids is like, my that's favorite. Him. It just brings me that's to such him. a
0: certain place.
1: Yeah, well, that's dude, that's true, but that's, like, it's they're just completely different vibes, dude. 100%. Like, Faces is, like, he's in, like, almost, like, his the darkest part of his life, and he's just being, like, super fucked up on the mic, like, spitting super deep shit. Like, there's not really any fun. Like, it, it sounds good. Some of the songs sound fun, but, like, the core of, like, each song is... Pretty depressing and pretty real. Yeah, I think that's why I like it.
0: All right, what you got for um, two hundred one?
1: Two hundred one. Uh, this might be on your radar. It might not, but I'm gonna go with "Kill Shot" by Eminem.
0: Uh, I didn't have "Kill Shot," but I had "Killer" off of his new shit.
1: I'm a killer. That yep. one. Yep. Yeah, it's a good song, but I think Killshot is just one of the probably my favorite diss track of all time. Just because it was the MGK Eminem beef, yeah. and nobody knew if Eminem was gonna fire back at MGK, and it was like super anticipated. And he did. Do you remember the video that he had on his Instagram Live where he was just sitting there playing the Pac Man arcade game? Mm-mm. And it was, dude. So like when MGK came out with Rap Devil. And everyone was like, yo, Eminem better respond, Eminem better respond. He just, like, got on Instagram Live and was just sitting there playing a Pac-Man game. And it was, like, super um, cryptic. And, like, everybody, like, that's when everyone knew he was coming with some shit back at MGK. And it just got all the stands, like, super hyped. And then he dropped Kill Shot and blew MGK out of the water. Don't really think that's a debate. MGK's rap double was good. Like, I give him so much props for actually coming at Eminem because not many rappers had the balls to ever do that. So, I respect MGK in that way, but Killshot was just exactly what his, it is. It was a Killshot. Facts.
0: Killed him, so he had to go fucking, go back to, or go to fucking, like, punk back, rock yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck he's doing now, whatever genre yeah. that is.
1: And honestly, I, I like, he as much good. as I loved MGK's rap, I love MGK's punk rock music. Yeah, he sounds good. I like it. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, so you got Kids and Killshot. I got Keisha's song. Um, I gotta get my own Mac here, and it was one of my favorites, one of my OG favorites that I loved. It probably was my first song. Yeah, it's knock knock. That was like my first favorite Mac Miller song, dude. Used to listen to that all the time. Like I specifically remember like emptying the dishwasher, listening to that, like fucking knocking on the countertop and wilding out. I don't know, like just being reckless. (laughs) Um, so had to put that in there. Um the other one that I really like that I saw is Know the Meaning by Future.
1: Oh, that's a good pick.
0: Um, That wasn't
1: on my radar, but that's a good pick.
0: That song is like a really good story. Like we talked about it on the podcast before because I brought it up with Dave where he has the episode where they go to... Career, whatever, and um, right. the dude gets locked up, and he has his laptop. That's literally the story in "Know the Meaning" of that song, and like yeah. it's future, like it's a it's a really good beat. Like the song's good. It kind of goes in and out of like him talking versus him like rapping and singing. Um, I like "Know the Meaning" a lot, so wanted to throw that that guy in there.
1: That's low key one of Future's best songs. Like it's kind of not one of his top bangers. Like, yeah, it's not a banger. If you think future, you don't think of that song, but nah. it's like one of his best artists artistically constructed song yeah um all right for my next pick i'm gonna go with kiss the breeze by sticky fingers okay i love it i fucking love that song dude when i hear that song it just puts me in like a aesthetic of like chilling in the summertime like hanging out with my friends just like good vibes and not having like a stress in the world and you're just like yeah. kissing the breeze, dude. Yeah.
0: I have one reggae song on my Rush list, but I don't think flow. it's gonna make it's, I don't think it's gonna make my top five Ks. No. Nah.
1: Um and then for my next pick, was this my fourth pick? So I'll have one more after this. We're doing five, right? Yeah, maybe six. Maybe six, okay. Um I'm going with King's Dead by J Rock featuring Future. Yeah, that's banging. Um, that's just like, uh, that song reminds me of some, I think it was 2016 when it came out, um, for Black Panther, it was yeah. on the Black Panther album and J-Rock's album, but that's just like, miss me with that bullshit, you ain't really wild, you a tourist. Yeah, I love that song a lot, and Future does that little,
0: na 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 nah. swab on me knob, place me the skirt. Me in the all right, you want to do three more? You want to do six? Yeah, let's do three. Yeah, let's do six. All right. Um. All right, then I'm gonna go with as my as my four. Uh, I'm just gonna take my four or five because I, well, actually, my five and my six, you're probably not gonna take. Um, I'm gonna go Kush by Little Wayne, and I smoked that Kush. kush. Yeah. I love that song, dude. I saw a it's such of that a good vibe day, song, bro. Yeah, that song is just like good vibes, wavy good vibes, bro. And it's like back in like high school or younger, bro.
1: It's good vibes. Yeah, didn't really even know what Kush was, but we were singing along anyway. Yeah, dude. I, the TikTok I saw was it was this kid standing out f- out front of like a school, like waiting for like to be picked up by his mom, and the caption was me at 3 p.m. after the Dare convention, like the the drugs thing, the Dare. Mm-hmm. He was like, me at, after the Dare convention, waiting for my mom to pick me up. And he had, like, his earbuds in, and it was that song playing, and goes, I smoked that kush. <laughs> it's fire, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so then, right back to the kush, I'm gonna go Cush in My Pockets cushion. by Air. A-R. Oh. got Kush in my pockets.
1: Girls at the club be the hottest. It's funny that you said that Air Max because is on the I,
0: new quarter voice.
1: I almost said, like, when you said that um song, I almost said the song that I'm about to pick because it also starts with Kush, but it's the song I thought you were going to pick. Okay. Um, but I'm going to go with Kush and Corinthians by Kendrick Lamar. Fire Flames. Kush and Corinthians. Um... That's a great song, dude, because it, I feel like it's got, like, two sides to it. Like, Cush, like, obviously, like, smoking weed and, like, you know, having a good time like that. But, like, incorporating that with Corinthians, which is a verse from the Bible or, like, whatever. Like, not a verse, but, like, yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like, a part of the Bible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, like, kind of shows you that you can you can do things that aren't necessarily, like, thought of to be, like, the same type of behavior. But you can enjoy both things. Like you can smoke weed and still like be a heavy believer in religion and in the Bible and right. stuff like that. Which Kendrick Lamar is. He's like a big re- – he's huge on religion, Um, which makes sense because it's his song. But yeah. it's just two different perspectives on one song.
0: Yeah. Um, What are you doing with your sixth and
1: final? Six and final. <sighs> hmm. Let's see. There's one that I really want to go with, uh, but I don't know. All right, back from some technical difficulties. Uh, We were making, what, my sixth pick for this draft? Yeah,
0: yeah. you got Kids by Mac Miller, Kill Shot by Eminem, Kiss the Breeze by Sticky Fingers, King's Dead by J-Rock and Future, Cushion Corinthians by Kendrick, and you've got one Moss. uno mas.
1: Alright, I'm gonna take this song just because it is like our absolute middle school anthem from like sixth grade. I'm going mm-hmm. with Kiss Me Through the Phone by Soldier Boy. Ooh, Kiss Me Through, through the, the Phone. phone. 678998212. Lady, you know that I miss you. I wanna be with you, but I can't right now, so baby, kiss me through the phone. Um, I don't have to say much. That's just an absolute banger.
0: Yeah, facts. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap it up. There's a bunch that I could go with here, but I'm wrapping it up with Know It All by Revolution. Ooh, um, okay. Because you went with the uh Sticky Fingers. I was like, all right, I got to throw, throw some reggae in there. Um, But Know It All, it's like... Just about this guy that thinks he knows it all. Like it's a whole thing about this guy, Mister Know It All, and shit like that. And uh, it's just a song that I fuck with. Pretty, pretty solid. Nice. Um. Honorable mentions: Kick, Push. I was actually surprised uh, was gonna, that you didn't pick. I that. was going
1: to be. On, that was on my list, but I was like, dude, yeah. I was going to pick between that or Kiss Me Through the Phone. But I was like, for draft wise, like I feel like more people will see kiss, kiss me through, me through the, the phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Kevin's heart. Kevin Sartre, KOD. KOD,
1: King Kunta. King Kunta. Um King Wizard by Cuddy. Uh Kid See Ghost, Kid Cuddy and er M- uh Ooh, Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. Uh Kobe by Chief Keef. Yep. Yep. They hate
0: me goes <laughs> <laughs> out. <Spot on. laughs>
1: um I don't know if you know this song, but The Kill by Thirty Seconds to Mars.
0: Nah. I had um The Kids Aren't Alright by the Offspring.
1: Yeah, that's a great song. Facts. Um Keep It kool Aid and Frozen Pizza. Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza, yeah. Those were
0: uh, the only th- that's the rest of my list. I'm I'm not looking at my phone, I just had it written down.
1: Oh, um there's a kamikaze M and M.
0: That's a yeah. good one.
1: Uh Keep It Rollin', Tribe Called Quest. Uh was not one other one that I had that I wanted to say? Um Oh, kids turned out fine. There was a slightly fine. stupid one by Asap oh, Rocky. Oh yeah,
0: there was a uh, there's one by slightly stupid that I liked. Um, know your sensei, I think that's what it was. I don't think I know that one. Keanu Reeves by Logic.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had.
0: Oh, kids in America. Where did kids, oh, kids in, in America. America? Whoa. Um, no better by Flawless because he's a stud. No, you know, with Wayne and Two Chains, uh, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Kung know Fu your ride by Corday. By you know that dude. song. I have Kung Fu by Kevin Gates.
1: Oh, uh, there's one. Uh, by you know Corday, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like kicking shit like Kung Fu.
0: Nah, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Uh,
1: I don't fuck with the Beach Boys.
0: Uh, you know it. Da na na, da na na, do 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 do, ba da ba na, da
1: na na, yeah, da na 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 na, yeah, I know that shit.
0: Maybe we can go to Kokomo. We'll get there fast, and then we'll take it slow. That's where I wanna go. The,
1: uh, the only Beach to Boys music that I actually l- used to listen to was like their Christmas music. Whatever they, a, they have, a great Christmas album
0: call classic johns get with the times
1: Oh, uh, classic johns <laughs> that's what i think of uh, when i hear classic johns <laughs>
0: uh, it's so much more than that <laughs>
1: oh man that's funny people right, are gonna watch we'll help- this people that are watching this on youtube for like the three people that do are just gonna see me fucking lounging out on the couch like chilling <laughs> chilling yeah. hardcore chilling yeah. for this episode Whatever.
0: All the right, top off here. See what we can do with this fucking audio now. That we got all cut off and shite.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Thanks for uh, listening this week. Thanks for episode. tuning in.
0: Don't forget. Go leave us like a review. If you think that we're kind of funny sometimes or if our philosophical thoughts, you know, you resonate with and you think that we should become philosophy professors, um, not philosophers. Those dudes are all crazy and like shunned by society. And like, I can't not in today's economy, bro.
1: But for a good um, reason, dude. Forward thinking is always shunned by people in society because it's not the norm. Yeah, like but
0: um, some some uh, philosophers I think are kinda whack because I think the whole like concept of philosophy is whack because they wanna like the whole like premise of creating a new philosophy is you know we're gonna make like a rule set that is perfect for every situation and every situation you like apply this rule set and that's how you live by your, that's how you live your life.
1: Yeah. And you just can't do that.
0: Um, it's just not possible. There's too many, right. there's too many different variables and there's too many, there's no way to say something that is specific enough to be able to be followed and also applicable in every single situation. In every
1: aspect. Yeah. I, I get that. That makes sense.
0: Um, Cause like you'd be like, Oh, like my philosophy is to always do the right thing. Okay, that's so broad. What's the right thing? And then it's like the right thing to who? And that's why, like, my the right philosophy right thing is subjective to everybody. My right thing is like I try to do whatever like is gonna like I think is going to bring you know the most good, and right. usually it's the most good to me. You know, what's gonna bring the most good to me? But sometimes I think about other people and they're okay. Well, let what's what's gonna bring the most good overall, right? Right, like so to be like. You know, me and Lex are equal, right? Between the two of us, if we have to make a decision, what brings both of us the most good on an equal scale? But let's say it was me and somebody that I didn't like, or somebody that like I was kind of like acquaintances with, but like I right. like I wouldn't, I wouldn't really go too far. would consider from. them the Then same, it's like, then it's less. like, okay, like let me see, like what brings the most good here? But like I can go up to a hundred, and they only cap out at like. 5% because I don't give a shit about it. You know what yeah. I mean? No,
1: yeah, that makes so, sense. So, like,
0: that's kind of the way that I look at things. That's, like, my, my personal philosophy on life is to do what I think is going to, you know, over time bring the most good.
1: Right. Not everybody thinks that way.
0: Nah, some people are out here just fucking
1: wilding me, out. Me, 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 me.
0: Yeah? I don't know. People are whack. Oh, they just don't give a shit. I don't know. Fuck them. Not us. Thanks for listening. Leave us reviews and shit and uh, follow us. Go vote on our Instagram polls.
1: If there's anything I want you guys to do, it's to it's vote on my Instagram polls. Vote on our Instagram polls. Two things.
0: But the thing is, dude, there's only a 24 hour period that they can vote on the Instagram polls.
1: Yeah, that's tough. Maybe we just need to put it up like, uh, I don't know. Or Twitter. We can do it on Twitter and make it We can last do it on week. Twitter
0: and we can do it but for like we a week. We don't get
1: the engagement we get on Twitter that we do on Instagram.
0: Well, let's hit up our Twitter more why do you think i was drunk tweeting at the bar last week
1: (laughs) i love it dude i fucking love when i'm looking at my phone and i see because i have our notifications on for random roommates yeah so you see like random people like my tweet or something yeah yeah or just like i'll see like whenever you tweet from the account i'll see the tweet pop up because on my personal i have the notifications turned on so i can just like Mm. keep up with what's going on yeah and i love seeing like just like your thoughts like come up via tweet they are dude they're just random
0: thoughts (laughs) and i'm like i'm like whatever i'm throwing this out into the random roommates world
1: Yep, see ya. (laughs) That should be the noise that tweets make when you send them. That'd be awesome. It would. Sleeper has a... Yeah, yep.
0: (laughs) Twitter needs to get the... That'd be fire. That would be. Uh, Alright, you know what? Just find us on socials and vote for something, okay? Yeah, just engage with us, please. Uh, And come back next week for another episode. And your Ben Simmons update. (laughs) Adios, muchachos. Hasta (laughs) la vista. Baby. Be easy.